Hello lovelies, and welcome to another edition of LGBT In The Ring, your rainbow bastion for all things pro wrestling. I am your host, Brian Bell, here with you once again on the Osports Podcast Network, and I am very excited this week because we are featuring not just a wrestler, but also a wrestler term promoter. Uh, we have the lovely Tay coming on the show, uh, the mind behind Black Girl Magic coming up on June 26th, a show that is all about featuring and highlighting and celebrating women of color um, in pro wrestling. Uh, the show is going to be main evented by Trisha Dora versus Jazz, a dream match if there ever was a dream match. Um, when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to uh, the current slate of women's pro wrestling, um, is outstanding, and I, I was super happy to have the chance to. Uh, to speak to Tay uh, about putting the event together and also her own experiences in pro wrestling. You know, another person associated with the T2T Academy, and, you know, we love the T2T Academy folks on this show. So that conversation is great, and it's going to come up in just a second. But before we get there, um, just want to hit some more Pride Month wrestling highlights here uh, because there's a lot of shows that are scheduled to come up and some shows that have already happened. Um, and we talked about a few of those last week, or in the last few weeks on the show here, but um, obviously I want to talk a little bit more about some more that are on the radar here so that we can get people to watch and enjoy the fruits of the Rainbow Coalition's labor. And there really are some awesome LGBTQ shows being run by LGBTQ creators that are going to be uh, awesome to watch. Obviously, we had the return of Dark Sheik as a uh, showrunner, promoter, however you want to call her, with Fearless coming up um, on June 25th. That's going to be a rad show. Uh, a lot of uh, Hood Slam alum showing up over there, as well as um, other notable LGBTQ um, talents in pro wrestling. Uh, it's just great to see a show come back that's going to have that Hood Slam flavor to it. I know that they've run, I think, one show previously out of um, the, the new base in Vegas right now, and who knows, this could kind of hint towards the future of what Hood Slam is going forward, but regardless, uh, it's good to have a show that takes place during Pride Month with that Hood Slam flair, um, you know, a decade plus now of really cultivating the alternative in independent pro wrestling, pro wrestling in general, honestly, let's be real. Uh, so Fearless is going to be great. Um, also have, of course, coming up on the 11th, Fear the Gay Agenda. You heard Pero talk about it all last week, and at that show is shaping up to be uh, super great. Awesome to see MSP on the card, especially after the the past couple of months that they have had, both in the ring and in their own personal lives. You know, Aiden Agro and Danger Kid. Um, outstanding tag team, and I can't wait to see them get down in the no-ring atmosphere in Orlando against Culture Inc. That's going to be a fun one. And then, of course, we have Full Queer coming out of uh, East Bay Pro Wrestling uh, that the from the mind of Marvelous Marco as well as Juicy Finale and, Ro- and uh, D-Rogue. Uh, it's a tournament to crown the Prince of Pride champion. Um, we've had some participants announced already. Keita Murray, Jet Jameson. You have Jay Vidal's going to be on the show. DeShade's going to be on the show. You have Maria- Mariah Moreno now announced for the show as well. Um, that's going to be a fun one. And Good to see more West Coast LGBTQ Pro Wrestling Pride on display with that show. That's that's going to be a rad one. I believe that one's on June 20th. Um, and, of course, shows that have already happened. We just had one last week with Versus Pro having a show, um, No Time for Hate, that's up on their Twitch channel right now, twitch.tv slash Versus Pro Studios. Um, and that show, we had a number of LGBTQ talents on there. Tommy Purr, um, you saw... Uh, Angel Noctis, Sandra Moon, um, and of course the debuts of a couple of awesome new talents, Bobby Summers and Hardy Dermoxy. Um, so it's just it was a fun show all around, and I have to say um, that the concept of putting a wrestling show on in like one of the spaces in a mall is just ingenious, and I am bummed uh, that I had not thought of that before because it is just too perfect. 
<laughs> so definitely go check out that show. And of course, we have the rest of the shows that are coming up as well. You know, we have Paris is Bumping, Solid Gold 21 coming up in, on July 10th. We have the another Poly M Cult Party from the Mind of MV Young on July 3rd. We have um, the Juneteenth Triple Threat, Unsanctioned Pro, OWA, and Paradigm Pro, uh, as well as Bra- Black Wrestlers Matter 2 coming up. Um... Pro Wrestling After Dark is having a show. We got shows from Deathmatch Down Under um, that are up on IWTV right now. Killian Vision is coming from Camp Leapfrog at some point. Um, there's just a lot of amazing stuff happening right now. Um, I almost forgot about Paradigm's No Hook. Can't forget about No Hook. There's just a lot of awesome wrestling content coming out uh, in June. Uh, and I am here for all of it into July. It's going to be a blast. But, of course... On that docket as well is Black Girl Magic on June 26th. And let's get into my chat with Tay and learn a little bit more about uh, about the show and the woman behind it. What's up, guys, gals, and non-binary pals? Welcome back to LGBT in the Ring. And I'm very excited to have as my guest this week the mind behind pro unapologetic wrestling, the mind behind black girl magic coming up on june 26th uh also training to be a professor down at t2t academy shout out logan black please welcome to the show tay how you doing tay i'm doing well like stated the the heat is killing me (laughs) i i have i have sympathy for you i'm so sorry (laughs) that the sun is just being outright terrible right now it'd be one thing if i had air conditioning but Oh. unfortunately i do not you know, we we have that same pain i think so <laughs> no but i do thank you for for coming on the show and, and chatting with me about black girl magic um because this show you know whenever you announced it back in april i think it immediately jump-started and got a lot of buzz obviously coming off of the historic main event of wrestlemania night one with bianca belair and sasha banks and then immediately running into, well, hey, here's an entire show dedicated solely to women of color in pro wrestling. Um, I think that it is an outstanding idea. And to see how the card is shaped up has been amazing. Talk to me a little bit about the the inspiration behind the, sh- the show itself. Was Bianca and Sasha a part of that? Or was this something that you've been thinking about for a while? Um, actually it was, it was before the main event. Um, I remember sitting down and talking to one of the wrestlers that came in, um, to TTT and they were telling me that, you know, women of color don't really get that much opportunity. Um, if they do, it's kind of just like a check mark. They're just a check box. Like, oh, we have our woman of color or, you know, we have our woman for the show. And so I um, thought, especially after um, talking to um, at a taping for another show, I got to sit and talk to Trisha Dora. And, you know, she gave me a lot of insight um, into the, the wrestling world and how it kind of is. And I appreciated that. And I thought, you know, like, I, I would love to you know maybe put together something if i had the opportunity and then the opportunity came and here we are <laughs> was there anything specific from that conversation with trish because i mean honestly if you're going to have any a conversation with anybody currently in in the industry as it is trish is probably a very powerful voice uh, when it comes to women of color on the independent scene right now was there anything specific from that conversation that really like pushed you to to look for that space to create the show she told me um, something that really hit me and it was to create a space um, of like-minded individuals and you know, always go to those like-minded individuals, um, build with them, you know, basically, you know, put together a group that will take over. <laughs> and so I would like, you know, pro unapologetic to be, you know, a safe space for people that, you know, they can come and watch wrestling and they don't have to worry about being harassed for who they are or hated on. Um, and just to show people that, you know, definitely do have a chance that that should have a chance in this in this industry. No, and those spaces are very, very valuable. You know, 
you know, this show, we focus a lot on the LGBTQ side of pro wrestling, and we've seen multiple creators carve out those kind of spaces where there weren't before um, over the past few years. So it, it makes total sense that there would be a chance for, for someone like you to go in and create a space specifically for this part of the community as well. Um, did you look to any of those other creators for whatever you were trying to like put together the idea, like, you know, the uncanny attractions of the world or the Butch versus Gores of the world. Did any of those like provide any further inspiration for you? Um, well, B Billy Dixon has like reached out to me and they told me that, you know, if we ever need to talk or anything like that, that um, they're there, which I thought was really great. And MV is also one of the trainers at my school and so to hear like you know his his words of wisdom um is always helpful so <laughs> i have it's it's great that people have reached out to me and it's made me like you know really like truck on because like there are some times man where it's it's gotten a little too much but it's you know people like that that you know help me realize like I'm doing something good. I need to do this and I'm going to trail on and do it. No. And, and honestly, like, I think anybody that is in the pro wrestling world needs that sort of support system around them. You know, it can be a very tenacious industry at times for sure, but it seems like, like you're definitely like moving into a sector that a lot of people that are still in pro wrestling training don't go into like, like it, that challenge definitely kind of becomes a little bit taller uh, and that support system becomes a lot more valuable whenever you're like not even like fully out of training and you're already looking at starting a promotion and promoting events and stuff like that. What, how did you see that challenge for yourself? Um, I like to uh, look at challenges and I guess take them on and, you know, then like, while doing it just like damn I, I i took on too much but you know i still get it done at the end of the day so um but it was kind of like this time around i tried training before and it didn't work out um the place that i was at wasn't the greatest um in my, from from my opinion you know there are some people that probably had a great time there i, I didn't have a great time um and so when I found out that, you know, I was going to be moving to New York, I was just like, I am going to do something with wrestling. It's something I've always wanted to do. Um, I don't care what it is, but I'm going to do something with wrestling. And so now I've been taking any opportunity that I can to do something with wrestling and rolling with it. Hmm. Is that what led into the graphic design stuff as well? Because like, I, I didn't say that at the top, but you're also a graphic designer and you've done stuff for other wrestlers as well. We've definitely seen the advertisements on other shows for Aloha Te designs. So was that also playing into that as well? Um, yeah, I was, I've always been like, kind of like an artist, so to say, you know, drawing and stuff. And so I figured you know, also being a mom, I kind of need a fallback in case everything fails. And I'm not, so to say, good at other things, but I'm great at design. So I was just like, might as well get this piece of paper. And so, yeah, I figured, you know, this time I have all my tools and I'm trying to do something in the wrestling world or make some kind of impact, whether it be big or small just something because this is something that I've always loved. It's something that's always been in my life and I think will forever be in my life until, you know, I'm 90 and old. <laughs> I feel like that's a lot of people that kind of get sucked into the pro wrestling world, no matter how deep they go into actually getting into the ring. It just kind of sticks with you for, for the long haul. Yeah, I've been trying, like, I've been trying, man. And I think this is, you know, this is, I felt like this is like my time and it just feels right this time around. I don't feel like I'm like forcing anything, so to say. Is there any particular reason why like this, this time around feels, feels different? Um, mostly, um, you know, when I walked into the TTT wrestling Academy 
it's just the atmosphere is so different than like other wrestling atmospheres that I've been through. Everyone is so supportive. Everyone is so positive to everyone. And we're just like a little family. Um, and it's just, it's, it's great. It's like one of these things where like, I have a hard time explaining it. It's just, you walk in and you will feel just welcome there. And no matter like, you know, what you are, as, unless you're a dick, but other than that, <laughs> you know, um, everyone is just so supportive and so nice and they help you out any way you, any way they can. And it's just a great atmosphere that a lot of people in wrestling, unfortunately don't have. Well, I'm, I'm very happy that you did find the right atmosphere for you to, to keep continuing down this journey for yourself. And, definitely seems like it's a, a much a much better place for, than than previously so um yeah but you know that kind of leads into like a thing that we do here on the show where we kind of delve back into people's origin stories on on the show here um because i think anybody that steps into pro wrestling um it gets their hooks into them fairly early on or at least at some point deep enough for you to step into the ring i know there are some people that have been on the show that don't have like the childhood fandom or whatever but for you tay um where does your love of pro wrestling originate from um it started with it was something my mom would watch um and she loved the rock and um I remember seeing China and just falling in love. Mm -hmm. um, so that was like the first bite, I guess, of wrestling that I had. And ever since then, I like haven't looked back. So <laughs> what was it about China that, that kind of sucked you in? Um, I've kind of always been a tomboy in my life, but the fact that she would just beat up dudes, I thought was like the coolest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> oh, I love it. I think that's like I think that's what a lot of people appreciate about about China was just like that that playing with the the whole like idea of like you know the division of gender in pro wrestling and and just having that bridging gap where she will beat the shit out of Chris Jericho or Masahiro Chono but also <laughs> like compete in the women's division at times like it's I have just this taste for Chris Jericho man when I was <laughs> little uh. <laughs> well uh, um oh sorry go ahead no no i was just looking back man i just could not stand him and how he would just disrespect china man oh no no i completely agree with you on that that was like china deserved to uh to beat him and take that that icy title from him completely <laughs> <laughs> so i'm curious like you, you like China was kind of your like entry point there. Have you? We have the Vice documentary that's coming out about her. How 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 are you feeling after seeing the the trailer for that and like seeing her finally kind of get her due after so long kind of being a you know, I wouldn't say a pariah at least in like the term in like our eyes because like I know a ton of people that still love China but like from the WWE's perspective, like kind of like distancing themselves from her. Um, I think, you know, she, at the end of the day, right, like, she deserves, you know, getting the recognition. And I think in the end, that's really all she wanted. And it's like, so sad that she's getting it now that she's passed away. But she deserves it. Like, I'm always the type of person like, everyone, I guess I don't want to be like, controversial or anything but I'm the type of person where you should sometimes separate like you know WWE should at least you know separate the art from the artists like if they didn't like her as a person that's fine but like she did do things for that company that she should be recognized for um and I mean there are ways to go about that um there's some I guess so that's I guess that's really all <laughs> Say about that subject. Yeah, I mean, like for me, it's more so just like the the whole idea of like a lot of the focus of WWE's distancing from her being on like you know her go like doing like you know adult entertainment or, or sex work afterwards and like the stigma around that sort of thing that completely needs to be like 
broken away like i don't know it, it's and, and i might be getting into my own personal feelings on this a little bit and i apologize but it's just it's just it's just really frustrating to see sort of that that um uh hypocrisy in a way whenever you're putting sean waltman into the hall of fame as part of the nwo but yet china kind of gets like pushed off to the side or like some other stuff like that but i mean who hasn't recognized some duplicity in wwe's politics from time to time or just some of the women that are in the hall of fame it's Mm. like it's weird to me that like they use that as an excuse but like do you remember the divas era like (laughs) that's probably like close to soft core core porn on television like most of the girls were in playboy like that's that's porn you know it's just like one of these weird things that like it's like all right if that's that's your excuse like i guess okay but whatever you know i roll exactly no i mean you have donald trump in the hall of fame (laughs) (laughs) anyone should be in it you know exactly exactly uh, all right, so box is stowed away for now. Um, <laughs> but no, like, it's awesome because I feel like, you know, we're all queer here. A lot of people that I talk to in the queer community point to China as someone that really like brought them into wrestling and stands as an example of, of um, sort of defying um, the like traditional heteronormative presentation of pro wrestling in a way. Um, did you... How, when did did that resonate with you as well, or, or was that something that you recognized later on? Um, really, when I started to get like looks, to be honest, was when I was a kid. I really loved, on a side note, really loved Lara Croft Tomb Ra- like Tomb Raider, mm. and that I was just like, that is a pretty girl, you know, and um. That's when I started to feel like, you know, like there was something there, but I felt like I could always really not say anything because I grew up in like a Christian household and, you know, you aren't supposed to have those thoughts or feelings. So it's kind of like one of those things where I knew I kind of had to like keep it on the, especially because I come from a hometown where also it's not cool to be gay or colored, you know? So mm. I had the the double X and um, I knew when I was 18, I needed to get the fuck out of there basically. And that's what I did. And I'm just trying to live my life, I guess. <laughs> no, I mean, good, good on you. I think that's a, a lot of us myself included <laughs> did that sort of thing <laughs> in a way also oh yeah no um so china's your end point is there anyone else like as you keep going through like watching progressing up to the point that you feel like you are driven to get into the ring yourself that that kind of um you latch on to um it was like when i saw china i was like i, I want to do this and mm. you know all the little kids at school were just like, you know, I want to be a firefighter. And I'm like, well, I'm going to be a pro- professional wrestler. And everyone's like, okay, you know? <laughs> and um, It wasn't until, and then I slowly started to like, you know, I kept on watching. I was like, this is what I want to do. But then I was also kind of like, I don't think I can do it because, you know, I'm not a size two and I'm, I don't look like the girls on television. And so it kind of like deterred me and I, because I'm from like, you know, bumfucked Ohio almost. um, I couldn't really, like, I didn't know that there was independent, like indie wrestling until I think it was around, I just randomly saw this, my friend showed me this thing on like Kevin Steen and I was like, what is this? And they're like, then they showed me like a whole new like thing and then I found independent wrestling and then I was like so I can do this you know because there's other girls on the indie market that are big and um and then I unfortunately I think one thing that probably would have like helped with my self-confidence is if I would have saw like some of the bigger girls from like the 80s or the 90s would have helped me out greatly I didn't find them until I was older in high school 
I, you know, then started watching like Bull Nakano and Bertha Faye. And that's, that showed me like a whole new love. Um, and so, yeah. Um, and I think another person that really wanted, like helped me do this, like helped me want to pursue this even more was AJ Lee. I feel like she's one of those people that like, I saw her and I was like, I like comic books and video games too. And she didn't look like everyone else. And I really like that, even though our sizes are so completely opposite ends of the spectra. <laughs> no, but like those, the people that you named there, you know, Bolnacano goddess, um, Bertha Faye, uh, you know, an outstanding, whether it be like Rhonda or as Bertha Faye, like, you know, had a long run in pro wrestling as well. And then AJ Lee, I mean, talk about somebody who got to such a high status so quickly in in the ring and has become such an amazing advocate for like mental health awareness post her career now like all these different people though they provide forms of representation that mainstream pro wrestling in america were not providing and so that makes total sense um did having finding those people for you and having that kind of give you more confidence that you would belong in pro wrestling is that something that you've kind of carried forward with the black girl magic show um yeah especially because um i feel like you know everyone should be represented and you know this is just one thing i guess i i wanted to try i wanted to put my toe in the water and it was just like a little brain child that I had. And now I hope that it like blossoms and turns into something that'd be cool. And, but I also have other ideas. Mm -hmm. So it's, I guess it's the fun thing of just, you know, even if this is a one-off thing, like it's special and I just want to give something special to people. And I want people to like, you know, I guess feel or, have some kind of emotion to it. All right, Yens. Thank you so much for tuning in to LGBT in the Ring. Uh, we'll get right back into the thick of things, but I do want to take a pause real quick and say thank you to some amazing people that make this show as rad as it is. Starting off with Daniel Quasar, the Progress Pride Black design by Daniel Quasar is a product of Progress Initiative. You can find out more at quasar.digital. A big thank you to Sarah in the Safe Word for the show's theme song, Formula 666, off the album Red Hot and Holy. You can find them on Twitter at STSW Band, and you can check out their music on both Spotify and Bandcamp at sarahinthesafeword.bandcamp.com. Um, check out independentwrestling.tv for the best in current and classic independent pro wrestling, including live events from top independent promotions worldwide. Uh, you can use our promo code LGBTRingPod or visit tinyurl.com slash IWTVLGBT and get a five-day free trial and peruse their entire library uh, over there at independentwrestling.tv. Once again, promo code LGBTRingPod or go to tinyurl.com slash IWTVLGBT and get five days free to check out that service. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at LGBTRingPod. You can follow me on Twitter at WonderboyOTM. And if you're into video games, definitely check out my video game news show, The Mr. Video Game Super Show. I co-host that with uh, Twitch streamers Slacker Kite and Lady Merwin every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific over on twitch.tv slash deadsunentertainment. Uh, it's your weekly roundup of gaming news, uh, and it's always a blast. So once again, check that out every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, over at twitch.tv slash deadsunentertainment. Sun like the star. We'll be right back with more LGBT in the ring. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it's going to have some emotion to it. I mean, like the just seeing the response online since you've announced it, as well as all the the... Uh, response to the matches that you've announced has been outstanding obviously you kicked it off with a banger by announcing the main event trisha dora versus jazz like you talk about like two icons of their generations when it comes to not just women of color in pro wrestling but like women in pro wrestling um it's it's talk to me about the how did you how did first off jazz 
is someone who obviously she's on like a retirement tour now she's winding down but she's still giving back to the industry you know training down at mission pro right now um what was it like for you to have the opportunity to have jazz on this show um i mean she should be a wwe legend by now right so like just one of these people that I've seen on television and now they get to be on like, you know, my, like my little, um, my little, I don't know how to, what to say, like my little fort or I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> my little thing is so cool. Like I remember watching her and, you know, man, I, I still sometimes I'm just like, wow, I can't believe this is happening, you know? <laughs> and just, she's, she, 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 I haven't like personally got to, to meet her yet, but like she is so, from what I've seen, you know, she seems like so sweet and like she's so knowledgeable. She's, she's basically done it all. Like, and so just to have someone like that, kind of like a pioneer, because she was kind of one of the people that like should have got more than what she did in WWE. But um, just to be on my show is just I'm great. I, I'm so thankful. Like, wow. No, I definitely agree with you that, that she deserved far more. Than, than what she got from her WWE run. But she's also shown amazing longevity, you know, and competing in, in so many different places over, over the years. And I'm really happy that this show has come along before she finally does hang up the boots for, 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 for real. And she has the opportunity to work a show like this that has the message that it does, especially in a match against Trissa Dora, because I feel like that is a bit of a dream match for, for some people just seeing, you know, Trish obviously holding the, the pro African world diaspora wrestling championship and having watching her rise over the past year and a half um, has been amazing. Um, was it important for you to have Trish on this show, considering the, the conversations that y'all had had around the idea previously? Um, I think that um, every girl on the show is important in their own little way hmm. um you know just to have trish come with her title and put it on the line i think is great it's a great title it's you know it's not just a female title it's it's you know a unisex title which is even greater you know like and for jazz to go against her for it it's i can't, i can't wait you know <laughs> No, for sure, for sure. And and I speaking to some of the other people on the card, like you have a, a laundry list of like top talents in, in in the industry right now when it comes to women of color. Yeah, Brooke Valentine and Willow Nightingale rematching from from their match in Tampa. You've got um you got another big rematch with Jordan Blade and Janai Kai from Paradigm Pro. That's gonna be a fun one as well. And then um one that that I looking forward to because it's somewhere that i haven't gotten a chance to see a lot but i've heard a good amount about is bringing uh karen bam bam onto this show because like she's someone that i've heard a lot about but i haven't seen a ton of stuff from her um and i'm always excited to like learn about about new new wrestlers these new to me so like i don't know like is there anyone that i don't know, i guess don't want to like single out anybody i guess but is there any any um match specifically that you might be looking forward to um how how people react to it more so than than your own reaction um for one i i also agree with you karen bam bam is she's great and i want everyone to see her and everyone should appreciate her because she's just something else um positively she man i can't say nothing she's the one who you know told me like oh go to t2t they're great and i will forever be thankful for that so and i'll forever be thankful for her she's always helping me she's you know us big girls gotta stay together you know <laughs> um but um i just announced um 
the bone saw invitational yes and i cannot wait for people to see that because there will you know who knows who'll show up you know i mean that's the one beautiful thing about pro wrestling or like the surprises like are just I love to have how the it sends the mind racing, but also like usually they deliver so so well, especially on the independent scene. Like, like <laughs> uh, it's just I don't know. Like I, I I'm excited for that as well. Bone Saw is another another um, wrestler that I haven't got the chance to see a lot of, and I feel bad about that because I know she's been she's been in the ring for a while now. Um, and so, like that's she's someone that I'm excited to see on on this card as well, um, because like the bits that I have seen, whew, she can she, fucking go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I can't I can't wait to um, you know I can't wait for everyone to see her go, and we'll see who answers her her invitational. You know, oh for sure. Um, now, obviously, this this show while it's like focused on women of color it's happening during pride month and you as as a, a queer creator in the wrestling world you know that carries a certain i would i would imagine a certain uh emotion to it um for you what is it how are you how do you feel about being able to run a show from your own mind in in pro wrestling during pride month um well, at first I was going to have it earlier in the year and then it just wasn't working out that way. So I pushed it back. And now I know that I have the uh, busiest day in June for wrestling shows, apparently. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, it's one of these things where I've always, I don't know, it just feels, it feels right, so to say. I. I it's just one of these things where June is just a great month. I think, you know, starting to be, you know, the beginning of summer and I, I was a little bit hesitant at first because I don't want to like, you know, I didn't want like any kind of backlash, but I haven't gotten any backlash. So I'm just, you know, happy that it's here. And, um, it's like uh, it's gonna be such a busy day <laughs> what was there anything in particular that you thought you would have gotten backlash for um you know i it's one of these things where i've i've always been bisexual right but i'm not the type of person to just like you know put it on the back of my you know on my back as a target it was just kind of like you know people would ask me like oh you're into that and i'm like yeah you know I, I didn't like I guess hold it as a banner but you know I've always been like supportive of you know other people that that do and I just am kind of always like a quiet introverted person <laughs> and so kind of just to just you know freely like say it and not get any judgments is is different because you know coming from my small hometown it's kind of like if they thought you were you know bisexual or gay or any other kind of thing like you know they kind of give you the side eye or kind of pick on you <laughs> yeah um so in that way has pro wrestling kind of giving you kind of like a refreshing community considering like the the, the approach and, and reception to lgbtq identities within it Recently. yeah i've i've learned so much like i you know um when i moved i moved to a kind of rural area you know i moved from one rural area to another but i was kind of near detroit so you know um i met people that kind of like introduced me like there's more than just you know gay or lesbian people and so um at first I was kind of like, what is this? But then, you know, learning it. And I, I love to learn about other things and I love to learn about other people's stories. And so, you know, learning it, you learn, you, you find out a lot and it gets overwhelming, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's interesting. No, it, it, it definitely is. And it definitely can be overwhelming. There's, there's, cause there's so much like, 
queer history and queer identity stuff that I think a lot of people that aren't readily exposed to it don't learn right off the bat. I know I have my own struggles with some of that stuff too, you know, so like, I definitely feel you on that, but I'm glad that you're in a better place when it comes to, to your identity and you feel more, more comfortable expressing it. You know, even if like, I don't, I honestly don't think that every person in whether they're throwing pro wrestling to the side, just in general, like you don't necessarily have to like flaunt it to be quote unquote valid as much as that word gets thrown around a lot these days. But, you know, at the same time, like it's all about feeling that validation in yourself. And I'm glad that it seems like that has happened a lot more for you. In, in the time since yeah i'm i'm very thankful for that um also i've just always felt way safer in lgbtq plus areas um when you know i would go clubbing with my friends i would always feel safe more safe on the gay nights than the regular nights um i've had bad experiences with the other nights um mm. But, um, you know, with the, the, uh, I've just always felt safe in that community and I'm just, you know, glad that, and I hope others, I, I just want to show everyone, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I completely understand. I think that's part of the, the, like, keeping that joy moving forward, coming out of that stuff. You know, it's, it's, it's the same, you want to show people the same sort of thing that, that you were shown. I think another, I guess, um, it just came into my mind. Um, I remember I was living with a friend. This was my senior year of high school. And I just fell in love because um, he had like all the great channels. And I remember on Logo, I stopped and I started watching um, RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm. And, you know, Ru, you know, people have their gripes about him but um I just fell in love with that show and I like it was on logo like 24 7 and I skipped like two days of school just watching the whole thing <laughs> and I just I I guess I loved it because it kind of is like wrestling in a way and then now whenever I see now that the two sides are just you know coming together I just get so pumped like man one of my favorite podcasts is um oh shoot I can't remember uh, I just forgot the name um the nobodies oh the no yes the nobodies I love their ring re their uh ring gear remixes man I once I found them I don't even remember how I found them just one day they just came ab about and I just I love all their ring gear remixes. I Lady Berica is like one of my favorite drag queens. Just <laughs> ah. no, I'm I'm with you on that. Like I've stated many times on this show that the nobodies are part of the inspiration for this show even existing. So like I'm with you on that. Like they and I in the same way that that you like the memory of how you stumbled upon them doesn't come back. Like same for me. Like I think I was just like on YouTube and I saw like like oh there's drag queens talking about pro wrestling dope um all right we're just gonna go down this rabbit hole now <laughs> like, it just like emerged out of the ether like out of some like dark cloud that accident report like conjured or something i feel like they just creep up on you and then you're just like man i'm hooked <laughs> no and like honestly like having creators like that like it, it it keeps inspiring people going forward like without like, like i said without them i i might not have ended up in the, in the path that I'm in now. Um, and it seems like for you, like the more that you've seen, like some of these, whether it be from the nobodies or other, like other avenues for like drag or, or queer culture, anything like that, you've seen like taking these things and kind of use them as motivation moving forward, whether it be in pro wrestling or your own identity, your own life. Like it's just, it's, it's awesome to hear. Yeah. I would love, just on a side note, love for Lady Berica to one day manage me. She can be my Paul Bearer, you know? I, oh I just, my God. But it's like when I moved to New York, they moved to across the country. So it's like, you know, I one oh. day, one day I hope it happens or I'll make it happen somehow.
we'll manifest it. Well, yes. somehow, somehow that will happen because I honestly, I want to see Lady Berica as your manager. <laughs> I just want to see Lady Berica in any form of pro wrestling, like programming ever. After seeing them on all the drags and dropkick shows that they've been on, like, I just, I need more Lady Berica. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they're just so great. It's amazing. Well, um, Obviously, Black Girl Magic is going to be a big thing coming up on June 26th, and, and I know it's going to be a busy day for you, but a, a lot of people are looking forward to it. Um, you've announced a number of matches there. Are there any other matches that you haven't announced yet or any other surprises in store? Um, no, so far I wanted to make a like short, condensed show. I am the type of person where I can't watch like four hours of wrestling um, I like to keep it short. I like to keep everyone, you know, everyone has a good amount of time to showcase their and shine. And, you know, I don't want people to just be sitting like looking at their watches. So I think that's the one thing I want to bring back to pro wrestling is just short <laughs> on the dot bangers. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm here for it. I, I love a I love an hour long draw, but also like give me a 10, 10 to 12 and I'm, I'm there for it as well. <laughs> you know, I, if there will be, you know, maybe in the future times where I will book like, you know, a longer ish match, but I, I'm the, I'm, I love story, you know, like I want, there's gotta be something there. It's just not two people going against each other, you know? <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's what makes it pro wrestling, right? Yeah, and I feel like that's kind of being like lost in a bit. Um, and you know, I, I kind of want to, you know, bring it back. <laughs> well, I, I welcome it wholeheartedly, and I, I will. I am here for it. I love to see it, and and I can't wait for the show on the twenty sixth. Um, as we kind of wind down here a little bit, my my last question for you: um, What do you want? the the lasting message or people to take away from black girl magic once the the lights are off um i kind of did this show because you know growing up i felt uncomfortable in my skin um and so to show and, you know, I didn't really get to see girls with my color of skin on TV. And if they were, they were not really shown all that much. So to look at the show and see every single, like, you know, these girls, they're not just that generic Black woman. Um, they all have different personalities. They, they all look different. They, you know are strong, independent, beautiful black women that should be shown. Um, they're not a check box, you know, they're just, they're a wrestler at the end of the day. And I just want people to stop generalizing people um, and just, you know, letting them be a wrestler at the end of the day. Oh. I guess just look at them like for their talent and not necessarily you know meeting a quota yes yeah i couldn't no, I... <laughs> remember the word it's, like, it's all right that word is like emblazoned in my brain now uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no it's it's, a, it's, an, it's an amazing message and i think it fits right in with what we've seen from so many other underrepresented communities um you know carving out their own path in pro wrestling you know, whether it be like all the shows that are running on Juneteenth weekend or all the, the LGBTQ shows that are running during Pride Month and beyond Pride Month, because Pride Month is not just the only month that we celebrate LGBTQ identities. You know, like all these different people that are stepping up to create those spaces like yourself, like they're doing the, the work that needs to be done. And, and I, I commend you for it. Thank you. I um, I hope I'm, you know doing it justice i i, I hope <laughs> <laughs> well tay i really appreciate you coming on the show this week let everybody know where they can find you online and where they can check out uh black girl magic 
Um, you can find me online at um, at aloha underscore Tay on like Twitter and Instagram. And to follow um, Pro Unapologetic, um, at, it's at Pro Unapologetic. Um, and I, I mean, I guess I'm gonna stream it. So um, check it out on a uh, Twitch. Awesome. I, you know, we'll come up with that later on. I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be there. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll just follow on at on on. I'm so sorry at Pro Unapologetic, and that's where you can get your updates. Dope. I am looking forward to it. I'm excited. I'm really happy that I had the chance to talk to you. Uh, just keep your calendars open June 26th for Black Girl Magic. And hopefully, like, if it is a one-off, this will be a fun one-off. But I hope that Pro Unapologetic goes beyond uh, June. Because I think the the idea, and then first off, the name is a banger. Um, and then, <laughs> and then the, the idea behind what that name like symbolizes, I think would be a, a very fun and powerful thing going forward. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, I do have a couple of ideas. I would love to do a, um, LGBTQ, you know, plus show not in, I don't want to do it in June though. I want to do it some other time, but, or just. I would love to do, I really love um, tournaments. I would love mm. to do a tournament. Man, I, I love a good tournament. I'm a, I'm a big tournament person myself. So I, I would be all in on that. <laughs> My thanks once again to Tay for coming on the show and chatting all about Black Girl Magic and Un- Unapologetic Pro and you know her experiences training as well as her love of China. I will admit, after this conversation, I went back and watched uh, the match between China and Masahiro Chono, and that one still holds up. Full force. <laughs> don't forget to check out Black Girl Magic on June 26th. We don't know streaming options just yet, but as soon as those are available, we will let you know, uh, because I want... Uh, trust me, I want... Tay wants... Everybody wants more people to check out this awesome show and, and to see what she has cooking there. And hopefully this leads to other projects for her as well. You know, I'm, I'm always down for a tournament, like I said. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us here this week on the show. Come back next week. We're going to have uh, more fun guests um, as we count down to episode 100. And once again, if you want to get in on the episode 100 festivities uh, and throw out questions for my partner's interview of me on that show, send all your questions to lgbtringpod100 at gmail.com. It's going to be fun, and anything is on the table. Ask away. Anything you want to know about me, I am, I am here for it. Um, but uh, with that being said, we'll say goodbye for this week. Um, but until then... Y'all stay messy, wash your hands, wear your mask where it's needed, and clean up your spaces. Bye!